You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, boy. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Uh, How should we handle this? We're gonna try to uh, we're gonna try to fire ourselves up. The Patriots hosting the Buffalo Bills this Sunday at Gillette Stadium in the latest in a series of pivotal must-win integrals. Uh, yeah, or do we just? <coughs> All right. Or the season's just- over. It's still football season. You still get to watch football Sunday at one. You get to watch your Patriots. You can fixate on something that maybe gives you a little positive energy. But I'm trying to actually figure out what that is. And we over the next 15 to 20 minutes, we're going to try to maybe divine oh, what that is. Or, it's what? easy. Demario yeah. Douglas. For ser- Guy, he's like five foot nothing, 120 pounds soaking wet. And every time he catches the ball, he gets hurt. There goes the positivity. I was All right. Well, that and on that note, we welcome you to the latest and sure to be greatest edition of Six Rings and Football Things. Brought to you by our friends at WEI Odyssey and 2400 Sports. Your old pals, Nick Fitzy Stevens at Fitzy GFY and Andy Jumbo Hart at Jumbo Hart here with you to preview the latest installment of Williams and Patriots. Uh, Andy, uh, this will be a little, uh, this is a fun one today. We've got our preview and of course the FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week. We are proudly sponsored by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. FanDuel, make every moment more. FanDuel.com slash six rings to take advantage of their fantastic Thursday night football, same game parlay promotions as well as all the bonus bets you can get if you sign up today. In the back half of the podcast, our normal Patriots beat writer chat this week will be brought to you by our friend Mike Cadlick, who had a chance on Wednesday of this week to catch up with one of the bright young rising stars of the Patriots media cartel and someone who is uh, uh, excessively, uh, well, I won't say inordinately or excessively. He's just very positive, does a great job with his film breakdowns and analytics. Taylor Kyles of CLNS Media. So you will definitely want to catch that on the back half of the pod. And of course, tomorrow we'll take you behind enemy lines. We're doing a little pod swap this week. We're going to make an appearance on our sister pod up in Buffalo. It's always game day in Buffalo with Sal and Mike. And then one of them will be kind enough to join us for a bonus preview pod as we go behind enemy lines and let the Bills people tap dance on our graves and make fun of where we're at these days. 
But at the moment, Andy, we're going to try to just sort of like set the table for this game. The last one, two, three, four, five. The last, um, last four of these contests, if you will, have not gone well for the Patriots. One, two, three. Yes, the last four of these contests uh, have been to Buffalo. Buffalo has won six of the last seven. The most recent meeting, the final game of the 2022 season in January of 2023. Bills 35, Pats 23, a game Buffalo was begging the Patriots to beat them in. Of course, two Naeem Hines kickoff return touchdowns. We'll do that to you to spoil your possible wildcard berth playoff party. That was the end of the Joe Judge, Matt Patricia reverse engineered offense as we knew it as well. The next day, Robert Kraft was to send a letter to season ticket holders promising that things would get better next season and there would be a commitment to excellence and excellence and a return to form. Spoiler. Whoops. And then the following night, uh, a press release at seven o'clock where Robert Kraft said they were going to be pursuing a new offensive coordinator, a legitimate offensive coordinator to better the offense. Spoiler alert. <laughs> alert didn't work and they were also going to hold on to or do everything they could to retain gerard mayo so obviously the games against the bills and the way the season went on the whole precipitated a lot of change or at least some demands from ownership cut to nine months later and nothing has changed actually it has it's only gotten worse now patriots sit at one in five they have scored a whopping 72 points on mass total on the season they're averaging 12 points a game not good enough to win one, many, or any games in the NFL, so long as the winds are not gusting at 65 miles an hour in Buffalo. Meanwhile, your Buffalo Bills, once again a Super Bowl contender, an AFC East favorite, sit four and two on the season. But some very roller coaster, dare I say, uncharacteristic, or let me ask you this, Andy, has the play of the Buffalo Bills this season been more characteristic of their talent, where when they are working in harmony and sync. They can be one of the best teams in the NFL, but oftentimes they rely too much on their wonder kid quarterback, Josh Allen, and he tries to do a little too much. And next thing you know, if he and Steph Diggs aren't cooking and the running game doesn't get going, uh, they find themselves in for the fight of their lives against a woefully inept Giants team on Sunday Night Football, squeaking out a 14-9 win. I think the Bills are symbolic of good modern football teams in which a lot of them, and I would put, you know, Cowboys in this category, maybe Chargers in this category, teams that have a lot of talent, mm -hmm. can look like world beaters, can roll off four drives in a row where it's 28 points, but also have some inconsistencies and can play down to their opposition and can find lulls in their motivation or their coaching or whatever it may be. You're lacking the the consistency for true greatness because the Bills are a really good team. Like, they're a really good team. They could win the Super Bowl. There's no doubt in my mind they could win the Super Bowl if everything rolls right. Even with the two significant injuries they suffered on the defensive side of the ball, we all, of course, know the Patriots losing Matt Judon and Christian Gonzalez for the season. They lost their top linebacker, Matt Milano, for the season. BC product, we always root for him around these parts, except when he plays the Patriots. And Tredavious White, his second mm -hmm. season-ending injury, in three seasons this time, an Achilles injury. Even with the defensive losses they've suffered, you think Buffalo still has what it takes to maybe get to the big, the big game? Absolutely. They still have a great pass rush. Pass rushes change everything for a defense. They can overcome mm -hmm. the lack of corners. Because I think, and I said this with my buddy Mike Cadlick over on the Crucial Clashes edition of the Six Rings feed, that 
when before the Tredavious White injury, you kind of checked off all the, the boxes as a Bills contender. Like you have the great quarterback, you have the great number one pass catcher, you have the great pass rush, you have the great cornerback. Like you have all sort of the things you'd like to draw up to have mm-hmm. a Super Bowl contender. But the reality is Josh Allen is capable of carrying that football team. Patriots have seen it firsthand. He can do anything he wants against the Patriots, it seems, at times. where you Run through you, run over you, run around you, throw a bullet, throw a lob, mm-hmm. throw, whatever you want. Um, and when Steph Diggs is rolling, he's one of the best players at his position in the game. Patriots have seen that as much as anybody in recent years. They can't stop Steph Diggs. I think they have a pretty good coach. Uh, and the reality is, in the AFC, there's good teams, not great teams right now. We'll see if anybody rolls into great because they already beat the Dolphins, who were supposed to be the great team. They're supposed to be the best team. Yeah. Um, that was a so Miami scores 70 points one week against the Denver Broncos. Then they fly up to Buffalo, where they put on a whale of a show back in January with Skylar Thompson keeping nip and tuck and pace with Buffalo before they were ultimately kind of like humbled by Cincinnati the next week. That was a good game. It was four hours long as well. Uh and then they put like they they win that game like 48 to 20, but then they lose games. Then they lose a game in London to the Jaguars with Josh, the other Josh Allen, once again, besting Buffalo's Josh Allen. Then they come back the next week and you think, oh, man, they're going to really take it out against a Giants team that's starting Tyrod Taylor and has literally guys like Justin Pugh getting off the sofa and playing tackle on the offensive line. And it goes down to the final play of the game. Yep. Yep. Like what that's they modern are, football. That's modern NFL. It is. They are a total emotional roller coaster of a team. If they're firing on all cylinders, they should be able to put up 35 against anybody any given week and probably give up no more than 20. Yet at the same time, you know, Josh Allen, you know, can't beat the Jets, has a hard time on in the primetime slot, but then crushes Miami. So you kind of wonder which version of the Buffalo Bills is going to show up. Sunday at Gillette. I don't think the weather's going to be a factor. We have a Narista coming through these parts over the weekend because thank God I was just I'm just looking forward to a rainy Saturday again for a change. Yeah, we need one. I need we one find, where I, I can just lay on the couch and not do yeah. anything because mm-hmm. you know I've just been doing so many chores and things on Saturdays. Ah, the weather's been so picking, great. Yeah, apple picking, taking the family yeah. for long walks in the just park. Need one rainy, dreary Saturday. If I yes. could only get one or to emotionally dovetail right into a dreary Sunday where the Pats suck once again. Now, uh, the Pats. Okay, the I think I'm going to borrow from Mark Daniels tweet on this one. Uh, yesterday afternoon, Patriots injury report is as long as a CVS receipt. 20 players is a new season high. Holy smoke. So the DNPs, there were six of them. They were Trent Brown chest, Hunter Henry ankle, Jonathan Jones knee, Riley Reef knee, Josh Uche knee ankle, Keon White concussion. So we can probably look forward to some, if not most of those guys not playing. We'll see what happens on Thursday when we get the latest injury report. I doubt Keon White plays. We'll see about Josh Uche. We've also heard no contract negotiations with Uche and the team. As of this point, who knows which way that will go. And then from David Andrews all the way down to Sean Wade with a bunch of other dudes in between, you have uh, many limited participants. Now, I would. it's great to see DeMario Douglas back on the field. Uh, Ramondre is managing an ankle. This guy's been banged up all season. It could explain a lot of what's been going on with him. Devon Godshaw's got an ankle. Cole Strange still battling his knee issue as well. I mean, they are just an absolute mash unit right now. But does that, I mean, 
if they're if they're fully healthy with who they have, how much of a difference does that make against Buffalo? I think the Bills have to lose the game. I don't think the Patriots at full strength can beat the Buffalo Bills. I don't think there's a matchup you like. I don't think there's an area of the team you like. The Bills are just play at a different level in the NFL right now than the New England Patriots do. These roles have reversed over the last 20-plus years, um, and now you're the nail. You're no longer the hammer. Now, I'm not saying the injuries don't factor in and won't make things more difficult or whatever, but I firmly believe the Bills have to lose this game, and the problem mm -hmm. is Patriots haven't shown the ability or the affinity for allowing another team to lose it. Like, they can't take advantage of opportunities that are presented to them by anyone not named Zach Wilson. They're pretty, he's mm -hmm. pretty much the only guy that they are willing gift takers from. So it's interesting. I think they're banged up personally. I know there's a mm -hmm. lot of talk. Is this like some Belichickian game? Cause he has effed around with the injury report over the years. He goes from 20 down to zero back to 20. I know Mike Giardi, our buddy has a, uh, an idea that I like, I would like to embrace that. This is actually bill, um, laying the foundation for a defense of his horrible season when he has to meet with Robert Kraft in early January and saying, well, week seven, we had 20 guys on the injury report. Not only did we have all these other issues, but we were banged up midway through October. Hey, what do you want me to do over here? I can't do so much with garbage. Yeah, you created all of a sudden, I don't know why Bill Belichick just I don't know why Bill's got that accent, but... Honestly, Andy, get ready for a whole two-thirds of a season of this because we're going to have to do some things to entertain ourselves because even doing our worst Bill Belichick impersonation isn't fun, isn't that fun anymore. Everything Belichickian becomes a, a point of consternation and frustration now. So if, no I, have fun, to turn him in, if I have to turn him into a, a, a comic cliche mob boss for him, you got to do, do what do, you got to do. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Just like Captain America said, whatever it takes. So whatever it takes for the Patriots to beat the Bills will probably be a Josh Allen injury. If Josh Allen leaves the game, and I know there was even some consternation in Buffalo this week that he's got a right shoulder injury. He's on the injury report. Um, he said no problem. Got to play through a UCL left. injury, for God's sakes, and could still throw the ball 70 yards. Well, because he's really freaking good. Um, must be nice to have a really freaking good quarterback and a really freaking good wide receiver and a really freaking good pass rush, and that's fun. Well, now, see, you bring that up. Now, there's been a lot made... You know, we, we've done as much on our pod, as you may have heard. We did it on the Six Rings post game show. You discussed it with Keith, and I did it with Rich Keith. Been a lot of the whole, like, who, who are our keepers? Who's going to be the new core as we try to forge our way through the season, battle on, and maybe suss out a few golden threads or positives? Who could likely be traded, and who just flat out at this point would you say, just take the money and run? We're, we're good at this point. We don't want to waste your time, and we certainly don't want to waste our time, even though all we have at this point, it seems is time sadness d defeats and time uh you know i i i don't i don't know you know who who at this point on the patriots is capable of rising up and making a difference in a game like this like the secondary it's such a it's such a wild card at this point adrian phillips not getting as much playing time jalen phillips not jalen mills not getting as much playing time as before jonathan jones perpetually banged up jack jones comes back to practice this week is he going to play? What kind of shape is he going to be in after the mystery hamstring following the acquittal of charges? Probably. <laughs> wow. Cactus Jack likes Jack Jones. Cactus, <laughs> Cactus um, Jack Jones. <laughs> there you go. Just like last night, I coined an excellent nickname for another NFL coach, Open Mike McDaniels. You, you See, ripping on him? No, I love him. I talk. Okay. I, I no. I I freely admitted I am entertained by Mike McDaniel. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the reasons why is because they're successful. If he was, you know, 
if he was two and 22 as a head coach in the NFL, his shtick, if you will, would probably wear thin pretty quick. But the fact that he's an offensive like innovator Bill. and his team performs exactly. How's Bill shtick doing the last couple of years? That's why I turned him into a comic Broken book character shtick. earlier because his shtick is not wearing so well anymore. Uh, JC Jackson perpetually against Steph Diggs loses that matchup nine out of 10 times. Like Steph Diggs usually gets the best of Mr. INT. He may as well be Mr. DNP because Steph Diggs eats his lunch on a regular basis. We've known, we've seen before uh, Isaiah McKenzie give Miles Bryant the business in the slot as well. Now, could this be a Damian Harris revenge game as well? Is he going to come in extra motivated? Are they going to try to run the, you think they try to run the ball or do you think they'll be, they'll be, pa I think they're going to try to ground and pound control they the clock. To. It's the only thing the Bills aren't good at. Teams average 5.4 yards per carry against the Bills. And it's mm -hmm. the only thing the Patriots have had really marginal success at, that third quarter drive to yep. open. Oh, the Pats the are definitely going to run. They have they to run. But will the Bills do the same, Andy? Oh, no. I think the Bills will throw for 360. You think Josh You think Josh Allen has a day akin to, remember the 38-9 beatdown on Monday Night Football yeah. in December 2020, the COVID year? Josh Allen had gotten word that Belichick didn't think he was all that in a bag of he's chips or past ever since. Yeah. And he's basically save for when Poseidon decided to enter the chat Correct. in the wind, in the wind game in December of 2021, Josh Allen has basically had his way. Now, like a lot of these quarterbacks, like Jimmy generous last week and others, he'll give you one. He's definitely, he'll airmail one. He'll, he'll look he's your so way. Good. He's thrown six picks in six games and still has 102 passer rating. That's how good he is. You're not Didn't, supposed to average a pick a game and still have a passer rating over a hundred. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but a Troika of them came in the opener against the New York Jetropolitans, correct? They still count. I, well, I, okay. I was just you making taking sure. away max D Dallas game. No, we don't. We, we hold that. Oh game no. Again. Okay. Oh so no. I, I hung that in the Louvre. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it was a masterpiece. We, we hold games, bad games, good games. What Jalen hurts doesn't turn the ball over well he turned the ball over last week like that mm -hmm. counts we, we don't we, this isn't like mathematics where you take out the best and you take out the worst no no no, no. this is the nfl no. where we remember no. everything but my point is there is no common core to nfl statistics no when you can throw six picks in six games and still have a hundred passer rating it means oh by the way you threw 13 touchdowns in that span and you're really good and oh by the way you have a great point differential you know they have the best point differential in the division right and the other team scored 70 in a game, and they still have a better point differential than the Dolphins. Which is pretty damn impressive. Now, back to that point on the players the Patriots will try to keep, who's going to stick around, who are the ballers, who are the keepers, who's the core, and who is going to be trade bait. Is Give me, Sandy, the, the final best effort that you will see from the Patriots team this year, like, you know, in defeat, likely. Not to tip my hand as to who I'm selecting in this game, but... The best effort you will see will be a home game. The Patriots are once again 0-3 on the season at home. They started 2021 0-4 at home, but still were able to make the playoffs as they later in the season took advantage of many injury riddled teams. I think for a lot of guys, like Kendrick Bourne, who was asked if, he, if he's aware that he may trade bait or how he feels, he says he wants to stick around, he wants to be here, but you know it is what it is, and he'll do what he has to do wherever he ends up going. Do you think any, any bit of the playing for pride, but also showcase game value for Patriots players who could very well either look to sign big deals or more ultimately get traded out of town. Do you think that could keep this game close Sunday? No. All right. I don't Had think the ask. Patriots have a want to problem. They have a can't problem. They can't do the jobs they're asked to do. Verdarian Lowe can't do the job. Like the receivers can't get open. Like the, the, mm -hmm. I think they, 
Some of them have professional pride. Some don't. There's, you know, the list of the guys that I'm not a big fan of. But David Andrews has a ton. Uh, if only everyone played with the professional pride he did. Yeah, I'm just not Adrian. sure. David Andrews hasn't lost a step at this point in his career. And the problem with the Bills injured front. a ton. I get it. You're on their side center. You get injured a bunch. It happens. Jabril Peppers, if everyone could play like he did, the Patriots would have a fighting chance each and every week in an, an effort representative Correct. of the but region and the fan base. No, they're, they're going, you know, the offensive line isn't good and they're going against a defensive front that has 24 sacks in six games. Yes. They average four sacks a game. They're good on the edge with Leonard Floyd. They're good in the middle with Ed Oliver, who Bill said might be as good as anybody they've played. Like they're good everywhere they're good on the other edge with Rousseau and Von right. Miller. Yeah. So good luck. Good luck. What are you going to do? Like, and maybe it's great. Maybe Connor McDermott's out there. Okay. Thank God we have him. And they just signed him. It is brought right. in, but speaking of just fresh from the couch. Right. And and maybe Malik uh. Cunningham plays, and maybe Bill figures out the backup quarterback rules and has three quarterbacks active. It doesn't matter. There is no way you can expect the Bills to lose this game. They may lose it. It's the NFL. Stuff happens. But right. this season is understand. drunk. This season is absolutely, absolutely drunk and needs to go home. But I would or I would urge over. anyone to give me a legitimate, strong. Stand up in court, stake your life on it. Argument why the Patriots will win the game on Sunday because I don't think one exists. I would love to outline a path, a way, or rationale, a formula or blueprint for how the Patriots could win on Sunday. Mm. The best I can say is that a lot of these guys who have professional pride, who are looking to give the home crowd something to cheer for, and who realize that a good game Sunday may get them sent to a contender as opposed to being on the Patriots pretender the remainder of the season. I think that keeps it close. I could see, I could see this being a full. Yeah, that's, that's about the best I got. Like I can't see the Pats winning outright. Like you, you again, usually the way these changes turnovers, the Patriots Mm -hmm. don't have turnovers. Now maybe the Fourier they're due to have a three takeaway game. Maybe they're due for that. Maybe that's what it is. can't play the word due like that. Okay. If you take away my we're due or they're due or he's due. Well, you do what you do and you lose. You're a yeah, home you, dog at home and you lose. Yeah, 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 exactly. Home you do the voodoo that you do. Home dogs in New England are quiet as pussycats. The Patriots the, are pussycats at home when they're home dogs. The only do is the doo-doo the Patriots have been putting on the field each and every Sunday thus far. Like penalties. Look at last game. You yeah. started Opening with two penalties. You started with a false start, then a second penalty. Then you ended with the guy who started the game with a false start. You wish he had false started because that would have wiped out the play that nearly wiped out the quarterback that wiped out my ability to win my FanDuel bet of the week because it added two points to the game on a safety that shouldn't have been a four-point loss, should have been a two-point loss. Does anyone else's head hurt as much as mine does? It's so <laughs> Jesus. I, I, honestly, can we just clean things up a bit around here? Uh, all right, oh. so the, this is the the biggest home dog the Pats have been in 20 years since Tom Brady first 22 years since Tom Brady took over as quarterback yep. of the Patriots in 2001, their biggest home dog to Buffalo in 30 years, I think it was 91 or 92. So we're going back to the Rod Rust McPherson, C. Kules Hodson days, the old yeah. rusty Dick era. <laughs> Once again, we'd like to thank our sponsor FanDuel for <laughs> putting their money where Andy's mouth is. Nope. Yep, those three years, otherwise known as the Rusty Dick. <laughs> Again, folks, you're just going to have to strap in and deal with it the rest of the season because we have to do something to keep ourselves entertained because Lord knows the Patriots haven't been doing their job. All right, let's get down to it. Let's get down to Tass Brax and Brass Tax, Andy. It's time for the FanDuel Sportsbook 
bet of the week where we make our pick on the game as well as offer you a propositional wager or something else where you may want to put your money down on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more. Andy, I'm going to make it nice, succinct, and quick here this week. The Buffalo Bills are an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at Gillette Stadium on Sunday. Bills Mafia should be pretty well represented. I don't know exactly what share or percentage of Bills fans will be there, but I'm imagining they will represent a pretty good portion of the fan base or those in attendance on Sunday. The over-under is set at 40-and-a-half points. My selection in the game is going to be the Patriots to cover. I do expect the Patriots to lose, unfortunately, but I think it'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of a, ah, shucks, darn, wow, they kept it close. How about that type of effort? Maybe Buffalo winning, you know, could be uh, similar to the score against the Dolphins. Uh, Let's see, maybe it'll be a 26 to 20 type of game, 26-19, something in that area, you know, 27-20, which will be a cover. And also, my propositional wager, I'll take the Patriots scoring over 15 and a half points, which they haven't done in all the games where they've lost against the Bills recently. There was a 10-point affair. There was a 9. Uh, they also had a, yeah, they do it every other game. So, uh, I, I think they're due to score 17 to 20 points this week. But we all know when Mac Jones is a big dog, he don't win. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree with the books. I will uh, I will lay the eight and a half points. Um, I, I don't I don't really see how this stays close. Um, I don't think it's quite the layup I saw in that playoff game back in the day. Um, but I do think questionable about how many times you make the Bills punt will be in, be in play here. You may get a couple red zone stops. Maybe we'll chalk up a few more bend but don't break victories like last week but uh i think you'll still be significant distance from an actual victory maybe we're back to moral victory monday against the like against the eagles and and the dolphins but um i'm gonna say something in the range of 27 13 uh bills win and it may not even be that close i just look at it and say turnovers offense defense pass rush protection quarterbacks coaching everything it's all on the side of the Bills, and I still say, I think Bill Belichick poked the bear with that MVP comment, and I think Josh Allen, who sometimes plays down to the competition and may not be quite ready, and I think he is always fully engaged when he faces Bill Belichick. He wants to embarrass him. He wants to embarrass his team and his defense. Even that story about he took the Gillette sponsorship because it's Gillette Stadium, and he wanted and to, to troll him. the Patriots. Yep, I think he cares as much about beating the Patriots and Bill Belichick as any team he faces. And Josh Allen's really good. So if Josh Allen plays 27, 13 or more bills and then my prop and it's not quite up yet on the app. And I know you're not supposed to do this because I don't know the odds, but the odds are Stefan Diggs is going to find his way into the end zone against the Patriots. So give me a Stefan Diggs anytime touchdown. The only thing you have, we talked about this on Cadillac's clashes to throw at Diggs is JC Jackson and Diggs always eats JC Jackson alive. If there's any other option, I don't love it. Like, Jack Jones, let's just say he's activated. He hasn't played. Miles Bryant. No, stop. Like, just the, every, everyone remembers where they were when the Isaiah McKenzie game happened yeah. in December 2021. No so, and I know Josh Allen always feels some pressure to feed Diggs because Diggs can be emotional and wants his, and he's one of those diva number one receivers. He's also really freaking good, and he tends to eat the Patriots' lunch. So Allen's motivated. Diggs kicks your ass. He gets in the end zone, and the Bills win. All right, so there you go. There are your FanDuel Sportsbook six rings and football things, bets of the week. 
Andy does not know the odds yet on a Steph Diggs anytime touchdown. That sounds like a pretty smart wager, if you ask me as well. I would take any of those odds as well. He also likes Buffalo to cover the eight and a half. I will take Patriots over 15 and a half points and the Pats to cover in a valiant but losing effort. That'll do for our preview here on Six Rings and Football Things of Patriots at uh, Patriots hosting the Bills. May as well feel like Patriots at Bills with how many Bills Mafia members will be taking over. I'll make sure to swing by the back of Route Liquors where the Bills usually post up. There will be thousands of them there just devouring wings and speaking with their Western New York accents and everything. Oh, God. Makes me want to throw up in my mouth and then spit it out somewhere else. It's going to be a tough affair. We'll be with you on the Six Rings and Football Things post-game show live on WEI following the conclusion of Bills versus Patriots this Sunday. Make sure you stay tuned in there. Check out Cadillac's Crucial Clashes on our feed. We'll go behind enemy lines with you tomorrow with some of our friends from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. And now we wrap the preview pod with Mike Cadillac's chat with our pal Taylor Kyles from CLNS Media on the state of affairs in New England with your Patriots. Take care. Thanks for listening. Good day. God bless. And as always, go Pats.